0: Hello and welcome to the F1 Rearview Podcast Series 1 Episode 5, talking today of course about the Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, We're a bit late today, we're a few days later than we normally upload and there's only one person to blame for that Uh, and he's in the McLaren top, it's Reese Keeble. He decided decided this weekend he wanted to take a holiday and uh, went to somewhere with no Wi-Fi and uh, this is the earliest we've been able to get him. So uh, hello Mr. Keeble, how are you doing?
1: Good afternoon. Uh, don't mind the time delay. I'm in uh, Wales, so there's a bit of a time delay there between you and back in England. Um, don't worry about that. It's. Uh, I will be breaking up quite a bit as well. By the way. Yeah. Um. They did turn the Wi-Fi on, but I think they turned it on from the nineteen eighties, so it's not working very well.
0: <laughs> it's like on the news, you know, when the reporter goes goes and we've got our reporter in the field. <laughs> hello, I'm in the field. It's like. The... <laughs> yes, hello. <Tom.
1: laughs> it is very much like that. However. It can all be forgiven because of this amazing wow. view.
0: That, that is very nice. Quite the view.
1: There is a farm. There is there's a lot. It smells of coal work quite badly. Nice. But we'll look over that um, because we are here for the F1 review podcast.
0: We are indeed. And of course... I, I'm out on the balcony. He's out so... on the balcony. And of course, we're also joined today by the uh, wonderful producer, Ruth. She's back again. Um, how much producing hey, again. are you doing these days, Ruth?
2: Well... <laughs> um in current times not as much as i was before but there you go say, how,
1: much, how much is there produced how much is there to produce when i'm sat here in wales
2: she's <laughs> <laughs> not getting away with that anymore can i be
1: producer reese please uh, no. that's <laughs> title
2: that's my title <laughs>
0: right then what do we all think we've had a race again we've we've had a lot of races three weeks on the trot it's it's a triple header we've got a lot of triple headers this year obviously because of of coffee what
1: was that (laughs) a triple header because of COVID, obviously, yeah.
0: everything's been compressed. So it is just F1 after F1 after F1. And I think we should start off the podcast just by saying well done to all the teams that have made it this far uh, after three weeks solid. They haven't had a day off. They deserve a week off. And that's what they've got now before we go back to Silverstone for two and then somewhere else after Silverstone. I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head. Um, but we had the Hungarian Grand Prix. Let's, uh, let's, just, let's just go around a bit. Hopefully Reese won't freeze. Also doing this, uh, and we'll just give a quick um, out of ten race review and a quick sentence uh, of why we think that. So we'll start with the freezy boy. Here goes Reese.
1: Hello, um, I would like to. I would like to go for um, a. I don't know. I feel like I'm being harsh by saying four. I feel really? like that is quite harsh. That low. However, my boy Lando didn't do the best, did he, uh, Carlos? I mean, he got Carlos got a point, didn't he, at the end? Yeah. Did he get a point? Yeah, yeah Carlos I think he got a point. Yeah. Carlos got Carlos got a point in the end, which was all right. But from going from them finishing in the top of the well, the top of the race essentially to barely scraping a point, it was it wasn't the best. I don't know, everyone's like, who's he's biased because of McLaren." But to be fair, I didn't find the race that enjoyable this week.
0: No, wasn't one of mm-hmm. your one of your enjoyable ones, was it not?
1: It it really wasn't. I found. I mean it could be because I was distracted because I was watching it with my family and they don't watch F1 so Granddad was like come into the pits come into the pits every time everyone so, like someone said box 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 and stuff every time it flashed up the new oh, graphic
0: that means which kind of take, the that
1: that new graphic is very nice by the way the, the subtitle uh, radio thing. one, yeah 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 the, the subtitles great. I love that I absolutely love that very good. sometimes I not hear what to say about driving over the curb like this yeah so it was it was quite it was quite nice um but yeah the, the race wasn't I know you said a short sentence kind of have <laughs> rambled on. But well, the race wasn't the best. don't uh, say anything. It's got to be Ted. Yeah, well, you were looking like you were going
0: to. Okay, Ruth, yeah. please keep it short.
2: Oh, <laughs> my God. We're running out of time now, Ruth. I would give it a five out of ten. It wasn't a very enjoyable race, but obviously the stuff that happened with Steppen at the start and everything kind of made it a little bit more interesting, at least.
0: mm yeah, I I'd, I'd probably give it um, a six out of ten. I'm gonna go highest of of all. Um, I think the the opening is that just to be petty. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think because the opening laps were were very good. I thought they were good, and I thought the ending laps were good. There was a bit in the middle where it was a bit bit dull, um, and. Uh, honestly, we were saying last week how how good we thought the directing was these these last few races. But on this one, I felt they did focus a little bit too much on on Hamilton, especially at the end. I noticed they were focusing a lot on yeah. Lewis when Bottas and Verstappen were literally like a tenth away from each other. The camera was just showing Lewis Hamilton yeah, yeah, yeah. like twenty seconds it ahead of like everyone else.
1: No, the other week when I was counting down Lando, and I was like, not points, uh, like three tenths, two yeah, tenths, yeah. one tenth, and he cut to Lando, and I well, he or she. They cut to Lando. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, good call. Yeah. But on this, you're watching Bott- uh, Bottas do it to Verstappen, and you were like, well, Lewis has crossed the line now. He- he's waving to everyone. who's not yeah. there. Yeah. So why are we still watching him?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's it. And like, we we <laughs> it just felt really odd that we just see, we're seeing Lewis and like, yeah, he's had a great race. He's gonna win. He's been out in the front. And we'll talk a bit more about Lewis in a bit. He had a great weekend. Um, but Fantastic. we just wanted to see. This this great battle between Bottas and Verstappen that had been building up for laps and laps, we have been seeing this, saying he's going to catch him there, he's going to be able to get him there. These laps, his tires, you know, we've been yeah. we've been working out for ages. Getting
1: the the graphic at the bottom saying in six lap, laps time he can strike and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, come uh, on then.
0: And then it finally yeah. we get to that point and they're like, and here's Lewis
1: Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think uh, it, it wasn't. It, but, it wasn't as good as Austria or both Austrians, I should say, Austrian. Um, but it, it still was an all right race, and I think it was great to see Verstappen's fight from seventh to second, and he, he did do a, do a great race, especially after putting it um, in the wall. So let's discuss that I a little t- bit.
1: Just hold on, real, real quick. I should oh, say, okay. if you want to hear the bits, if you want to hear the bits that I'm clearly miming, please go check us out on YouTube because we are on YouTube. Just oh. if they're listening and they've realised that there I'll is that. a three second gap. If there's a re- if there's a three second gap and then Ruth goes, ah, ha, ha they'll be like, Why's Ruth
0: left? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that actually. We we um so at the start of the so we restarted the season. Originally we we're just gonna do it on YouTube and then we went to Spotify. And now we've got a new um oh my god, Ruth just died. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got a new um provider. We're using ACAST now and we are spreading yeah. our wings far and wide. We're on Google Podcasts now. A-class. We're on iTunes now, we're on um Spotify uh, tune in.
1: If, you, if you've got a podcast that is just starting to blossom, do check out Acast because they've helped us out tremendously. Yeah, I've, I've, I've i really found it out. and it,
0: it is looking really good. So yeah, definitely check out Acast and also check us out on those other um podcasting apps. We're on pretty much all of them now, I think. So um you yeah. know, definitely if you want to go give those anywhere a listen. you
1: can find us, go give us a listen. Yeah, well, YouTube, you can see our pretty faces. So yeah, we have
0: got video on, you know. on YouTube now, and I think this is something we're going to continue doing when we get back in the studio. Yeah um because we,
1: we should say we should say that when we are back in manchester obviously we have gone home coronavirus and yeah. uh, we do have a moving date now for a flat in manchester where all three of us are going to be buddies yeah Um please don't stop so us. we will we will have a setup where we've got a couple of cameras on each other yeah. we can keep cutting back and forth between the cameras it'll look a lot smoother than just three of us sat like this yeah in our, our little boxes so in a garden do, in the do middle keep, of wales somewhere. do keep involved do go subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel because it does get better than this,
0: I promise. Definitely, definitely, that's
1: a, yes.
0: That's a keyboard guarantee. That's a cable <laughs> guarantee. Right, Max Verstappen, let's go. <laughs> let's get back to the race. Uh, Verstappen had uh, a pretty unfortunate I'd say, crash on the opening lap. Not even the opening lap, on the outlap to the grid. So literally as he's come out of the garage, driving around to the grid so the mechanics can get him ready in his grid spot, he uh, was coming around the, the last couple of corners. I think it was 13, 14, something like that. Uh, just locked up a wheel. It was a bit wet. The car just didn't stop. Went sliding straight into a barrier. Um, and you think that was race over for him. Somehow he managed to get it back to the grid with the wheel all wobbling everywhere. Got it back to the grid. And then let's just say those Red Bull mechanics, what a job. In mm. 20 minutes, they managed to do yeah. what, what um, uh, Horner said after the race was a 90-minute job. They did it in 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and got that car ready that that was amazing wasn't it
1: so i was quite late to the viewing party um i i, I kind of I, I was scared that i'd missed the start of the race that's how close i was to cutting it yeah i just got it as the lights were going out so i missed all of that um and i only heard halfway through the race when lewis said on his radio i thought he was out the race and then crofty went on to explain a little bit about yeah, that yeah. he'd crashed on the on the way to the um on the way to the grid, which. Which was weird, and then obviously I saw it on my YouTube, yeah. like, you know, uh, F1 uploaded it. And it is, it's a very, you don't see it often, do you?
0: No, no. You know,
1: if you're a betting man, you wouldn't put money on it. You, you don't you, see it that
0: often. You sometimes see it when it's really wet, and like, they, I think Grosjean was the last person to do it, but that was actually on the formation lap. I can't remember the last time someone actually did a, a punt on the on the out lap, because normally they're driving so slowly, they're just literally getting the car car ready. It's the preliminary kind of kind of lap before the actual formation lap. They're not even trying to warm up the tyres or anything. It was very strange. And um, yeah, I think especially though, we should talk about how that then went on to the race. So the mechanics got that car working. Mm -hmm. Red Bull actually in qualifying, we'll talk about qualifying first. Red Bull were nowhere in qualifying. They were rubbish actually. And I will say that as a Red Bull fan, I thought what has gone wrong here? So
1: I sent you a message after um, qualifying saying, I can't wait for my prediction to come in right. Because in the last episode, I predicted that it was going to be a Mercedes 1 2 and then a racing point in third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And qualifying, Mercedes 1 2, racing point 3 4. Yeah. And I was mm. I was counting my chickens before they'd hatched. Yeah. Uh, because I really thought that, that was going to come in on the race as well. I thought it was I thought it was going to be more boring than it was because mm. I thought that the racing point would have called the strategy better and managed to get them both to stay within distance, like within the top three i'd say i yeah. thought the racing point would be able to be within red bull and mercedes reach
0: yeah and they so. just they weren't really they i think uh, racing point were were interesting in the race i mean stroll actually did very well stroll managed to hold it where it was get it back to p4 yeah, lost a position from P3, but let's be real, you know, Max was on a charge today. He wanted redemption from Austria, but, he, you know, he couldn't get there. Um, and even though that car was not looking good here, especially in qualifying, they did say in the race it was a better race car, um, but something yeah. went wrong and he crashed it and they managed to still get it to P2 and fight off Bottas at the end there. He had a great lap. Um, and I think it would have been tough for Stroll to keep it behind because Verstappen didn't want to wait for anyone in that race.
1: Well, to carry on talking about qualifying as well. Um, sorry my mum just waved at me um, that really distracted me then <laughs> to carry on talking about qualifying um, George Russell, he had an amazing qualifying yeah. yet to get yeah. but I can echo what Sam, the guest in the last podcast if you haven't listened to the last podcast go listen to it, even though it was about the race before because mm. we had Sam on and he's very, very clever when it comes to F1 like you've been with us three for too long now Sam, we came on very, very smart in what he was saying and he was right that the Williams is more of a race, uh, more of a qualifying car than it is a race car. Like it it doesn't do well in the race. And that got shown again by, you know, Williams, basically being in the back because
0: yeah the only car they were really racing with was that alfa romeo and i don't know if that's because williams made a step forward to catch up to the alphas or if alfa have just had a step back with the ferrari power unit and everything's gone wrong there
1: you you like to think that williams did do the step forward mm. that's what you'd like to think however alfred they're not looking as good as they did last well
0: year. another team that i think have also suffered from that ferrari is the Haas, and i think Haas should be at the back fighting with those alphas and those williams but they had a great strategy call and let's talk about that a little bit on the formation lap making a call to come in and put slicks on straight away not worrying about the wets at all actually really Mm. helped them and got them up into p3 and p4 for a little bit in that race which i could not believe when i saw it i was like how are they there and then i worked out because they they haven't pitted they haven't needed to because they did it on the opening lap um obviously that would come to be unwinded at the end of the race when they were then penalized for for doing that um
1: I want to talk about that briefly because I feel like that was very harsh because they said that that counts as getting team advice or something on on it. So uh, Come on. I don't think
0: you didn't watch F1 when this happened, but I think it was 2016 or 17. FIA decided they wanted to introduce something new, a new rule that basically would make the drivers they the drivers of the they, car and yeah, nothing else. Yeah, they weren't allowed
1: to have talking into the... Yeah, yeah and they, I, I remember that coming in, so...
0: Yeah, and they introduced this rule, and after a couple of races, uh, it was 16, I think, because I think Rosberg got really badly hit by it because um, he had an issue with the car and was basically saying to his team, tell me what to do, I don't know what to do. Um, he got really badly penalised for it, and then I think the FIA kind of realised it was a bit of a stupid rule and decided to get rid of right. it. Um, but they didn't mm-hmm. get rid of it on the formation lap. So on the formation lap, it's the driver that's meant to be driving that car. They're not meant to have any kind of external help. So that's what they were penalised for. I'm not, it is fair. I I'm agree not be, with you.
1: I'm not being funny, though. They, in my eyes, and call me naive, um, but I, I believe that they went in for a tyre change, and I don't believe that a mechanic got them out of the car, went, look, when you start, just press this, 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 and this, yeah. and then go. You know yeah. what I mean? I believe yeah. that they literally came in, quick pit stop, and then they just started from the end of the pit lane as far as yeah as you far know. as
0: i'm aware the, the the actual issue was that they said pit they said box 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 and that was him say helping the driver not you know telling them to pit it's ridiculous really but um yeah they advised pit.
1: i saw a meme about it where magnussen was stood in a like it said this is magnussen and he was stood in a full wetsuit in a desert mm. like it was just a guy stood in a full wetsuit in a desert well yeah he and did originally really start... it was a very It was a very weird call, wasn't it, from Haas to have Magnussen start X when everyone was starting on, and then um, call him him into the pits essentially. Yeah, it would have been a weird call.
0: If he had started on those wet tyres, I think it would have been a very different call, a very different race for him. I mean, he did manage to get a point in the end. It was Haas's first point. He managed to get P9 on the road, but then got penalised to P10 with a position drop. But um, yeah, I think Haas had a good race there. I don't want to say it, but I am kind of concerned that might be the only point they see all season because that car isn't really a points contender. I'm,
1: I'm surprised that a Williams or an Alpha or someone like that didn't take a punt and go for a slick mm. before um, the start of the race. Well, Kvyat,
0: Kvyat even said it on the radio, didn't he? Kvyat came on the radio and said, "Shall we pit for um, for, for for dry tyres on the formation lap?" And the team said, "No."
1: So if he right, so if he would have said that. And then they would have went, yes, would he have got the penalty? Because that's the driver suggesting it to the team. Exactly. He wouldn't have got the penalty. I don't think so, no.
0: So, yeah, it was a bit of a crazy uh, kind of formation lap. A lot of weird calls being made because the track was drying so quickly. Um, It was obviously up to the teams whether or not they go for the the dry tyres or they stick out for the wet tyres for a little bit. I think the right choice definitely was to go for those dry tyres and actually Kvyat was the one that, that wanted to do that but that was, that didn't go ahead and uh, we started the race um, on, on wet for the most part apart from those Haas cars um, but it was it was Verstappen I think that had a really good start there. Um, his start was actually off the line was was fairly average but he he got a great line down to the first corner managed to go out wide there and just come round. um all the cars that were there left the braking a bit late and that was really that got him onto p3 um and gave him the the position he needed to to fight for the rest of that race
1: i think with max you've got to complement his wet driving as much as it wasn't a wet race it was wet driving like because the like as crofty was saying the uh both Crofty and Ted like the you know the circuit was quite slippy it was very oily type of thing it was that type of feel Mm. which is pretty much similar to driving in the wet and you've got to give credit to Max because he knows how to drive that Red Bull in the wet as much as he you could argue that he didn't show it the other week because Hamilton took the lead but there like Hamilton took the pole sorry not the lead but then to take that Red Bull from P7 shove it all the way up to second place like within three three four corners Remarkable.
2: Had a really bad start, didn't he? He seemed to just fall behind. But after the race, it was because he had a bad start, I think it was. And so he actually had to stop himself and then go again so that he wasn't breaking the rules about starting ahead.
1: Yeah, I think that was it. um... Sorry, go on, Tom. You're the presenter. I was going to say that it should be said that Bottas did do a jump start. So it was... And um, it, it was mentioned all the way throughout the race because everyone, um, I say everyone, the commentators made everyone feel weird that it didn't get investigated.
0: Yeah. Well, so. v- Vettel got on the radio, didn't he, at the start and said, Bottas jumped the start, Bottas jumped the start. Um, yeah. And Bottas said in an interview afterwards, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but he said that um, he had a, a light on his dash, basically, on his wheel that he was looking at. Uh, that went out and he reacted to that light going out not the lights mm. in front of him and obviously you right. in so much focus in that second waiting for those lights to go out anything in your yeah, vision yeah, that yeah. goes out you're going to react to it and then he realized yeah. he'd jumped gone too far fast put the brakes on and then by that time had missed the actual lights going out So then had to go back on it again so it was a real mess well, from Valtteri you,
1: you say that though but if like let's say one of us three did it it wouldn't be as quick as that. Like, come on, he got a, for for jump starting. He still got a very good start. Like, he didn't. He could have been way, like, way, way behind. Like, oh, I'm yeah. talking like P10 behind. He, and he, if, he still got a really good start.
0: If it was any of us, he probably stole the car. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> had to get some mechanics yeah. out to restart it. <laughs> yeah. Got round to Halfords to get new tyres.
0: <laughs> Go get some jumper leads <laughs> uh, and some chamois for
1: the wet. <laughs> Uh, I
2: think that's another thing as well that happened at the start was um they didn't actually mention it till halfway through the race, but Album was under investigation for the mechanics drying in front of his car before the race started.
1: Yeah, well this was um very interesting to me because Red Bull played it off like he's put it down, he's checked his phone or whatever it was. He was checking something when yeah. he's some kind of electronic device. And it was just a case of he's put it down, he's accidentally left it on. And I think it was Ted's Notebook. I want to say we always reference that on this show. If you don't watch Ted's Notebook, watch Ted's Notebook. It's mm. very good. Or don't watch Ted's Notebook because that's what we mainly talk about. Yeah, they... But um, it, was, it was referenced in Ted's Notebook that, um, well, I say referenced. It was shown in Ted's Notebook, them explaining I, it to the FIA.
0: I know it wasn't Ted's Notebook. That was the uh, Will Buxton's F1 live that he does at the end of the race. He, they were doing it literally in front of where that he was producing the show, and he was like, "Turn the cameras around, go. let's have a look at that."
1: Right. Well, that's that's what I've seen it then. But yeah, um, they were kind of. Are you sure it won Ted? Because I'm sure that Ted was there. No,
0: nope. it was. Are uh, you sure?
1: No. Right. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> anyways, on that, um, it might. Have been it on. was very. It was very interesting that yeah. they were they were really inspecting it. Like it, it was a case of like you know. And fair play to Red Bull. If it was a mistake, it was a mistake. They did leave it on. They did put it on the floor. You know, it's a mistake. However, I am coming from. Albon's got a drier pit box to start with. Yeah.
0: Well, obviously, I think they they were taking you lose me? (laughs) Uh, We did for a second there, but you're back now. (laughs) Um, We got my point. Yeah, we got your point. Um, (laughs) I think it is. uh, FI were looking at it very closely because it is quite a serious thing. Like you say, he had a great race, actually, Alex. He got to P5 from P13. Um, and and so that is definitely something that needed to be to be looked at because if that wasn't advantage he gained off the start, then that is obviously something quite serious. Um, but you know, like they were saying, it was on different tarmac, so they wasn't really sure actually if it was an accurate representation or something. There's been a lot of questions around, a lot of hoo ha. Um, I think do realistically, think, do you think
1: the um, do you think the non penalty was fair, Ruth? Sorry to cut you off, Tom. That's all right.
2: I think it's it's hard because there's so many rules and regulations, and if you if someone like Vettel was then to go and do the same thing next week and did get penalised for it, and mm. um, I just think it's hard when rules can sometimes be enforced in different ways. If if it was drier and gave him an advantage, then I think he should have been penalised. But well, again, it could have just been a mistake, but he's still...
1: Considering that he didn't get the penalty will that lead other teams into trying it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, sorry, I didn't realise. Like, you want to say no because it's a gentle yeah. sport, and, you know. But, you know, if you see your alphas at the back, they've both got the little dryers on, like, like, drying the track. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't realise. I literally just put it down to just check before. I got a message off my wife here asking what's for tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's one of those things where, because you've let him off, you don't want to see it happen again. Yeah. However, because you let him off, it probably will happen again.
2: Yeah, it, it's hard because I think the rules shouldn't be one for one person and one for another because mm. they're this driver and that's a different driver, but I don't know. At the same time, there is special circumstances where that does happen and, you know, they could have been penalised, but they shouldn't have been. And yeah. It's just hard oh, to like- judge, especially... They probably have a lot more knowledge of how the cars work and everything than we do. So,
1: I feel like the mannerisms of the mechanic—it came across very much like it was an accident. Definitely, and then there, yeah. if, if it's an accident, you've you still got wag. You shouldn't be penalised, even if you didn't mean to do it. Should it be penalised? Yeah. Which I feel like it's right that it shouldn't be because you know that guy would be crying in his sleep. <laughs> However, is it an accident, or does he have the mannerisms and the acting ability? Yeah. Let's say to play it off like a. Oh, I've accidentally left that on. You know I mean, what I mean?
0: they're mechanics, uh, not actors. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, no, but... I, know, <laughs> I know, but
1: if, let, let's say if Christian's just gone like, come here, pal, right. So in this race, you're leaving your little hairdryer on by the tyre, just just leave it on. Yeah. Go on your phone, pretend like you didn't know that it was happening. I don't want to say that that would happen. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm being a devil's advocate, let's mm. say. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think there's a lot of scandals in Formula One that have happened that are like that. Like with i think it was ferrari they had their the engines turned up or something last last year year, yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i think it's things like that where you just tend to think you know they've done it because they think they can get away with it and no one's going to notice
0: yeah i think that exactly that is
2: and so it's just it's hard to judge sometimes
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it is something that is Formula One is all about finding these loopholes, though, isn't it? That is the sport. It's it's saying, you know, okay, so we're not allowed to do that, but what if we did it and then pretend not to?
1: It's like Crofty in the uh, in the grandstand. He was like, "Well, uh, that's that's gone against Article Twenty Two B, Twenty Two Point Six B, or whatever he said." And it's like there are so many rules to this sport. Yeah, and you've got to think that the big teams will have people back at base going through all these rules, saying. Wait, well, that says that you can't do a wheel spin. But if you do half a wheel spin, it doesn't say out oh, about doing that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's people with highlighters going through circling. So maybe they've found something that says no drive next, like no drive under the car. But what about drive next to the car? Yeah. Is that a little loophole yeah, yeah. that we've found? But like I said, it's a gentleman's spot. You want to give the benefit of the doubt. You don't want to believe that they'll do something mm. along those lines and Definitely. kind of cheat the game a little. Yeah.
2: And I think that- that's one reason that the Mercedes is as fast as it is at the moment, is that they clearly have a really good team who know how to get around those rules and regulations. It's the same reason they yeah. have DAS this year, well, because it... they know that it doesn't break anything. So
0: I agree. Yeah. I think I think DAS is a great example of that exact thing that you're saying, Reese. Looking in the rule books, seeing what the lines specify, it says you can't do anything with get the suspension. Out. Yeah, it says you can't do anything with the suspension, doesn't say you can't do anything with the steering rack, and that's what they then mm-hmm. developed in. It is exactly like you say. That is the finding the details that make you make them a winner. And to be fair, that's why he's making Mercedes so dominant.
1: Also, a massive shout-out to the Mercedes admin of the Twitter because F3, the driver, am I back? Am I with you? He's, that, little, he's back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No. <laughs> um, oh, um, Mercedes, shout-out to the admin of the Twitter because... uh, In F3, there's a driver who goes by the initials of DAS.
0: Oh, yeah, And he was
1: home last F3. And Mercedes tweeted it out saying, DAS is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very, very good. Yeah, yeah, that is very...
0: To be be honest, the Mercedes Twitter guy has been on it these last few weeks. He's he's made some great jokes. There was a a couple other ones from this weekend. Last weekend as well, there was someone put on Google Maps um, the Volturi mowing service, something where Volturi went off in Austria. And they they (laughs) tweeted Mm -hmm. that out on the official account. Yeah, they have been doing some great stuff there. Um, you can, you since can imagine start Toto of the getting
1: the phone call. You can imagine Toto getting the phone call like, "Hello," and he's like, "Yeah, what do you mean the Twitter guy needs a raise?" <laughs> 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 like, laugh. We've got no money in the budget for that. I think we definitely we're, do. We're, we're down, we're down only, do you know we're only down to 150 million next year? Uh
0: <laughs> 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 oh. It it was it was yeah, very very interesting. And I think, you know, rules are, are there to be broken, let's be honest. That's what F1 set the yeah. rules out to do. That, that's why we have regulation changes every now and then like we are in, in, in twenty two now. Um because I think these set of rules we've got at the moment have been pushed so far by the teams that you see Mercedes being as dominant as they are. Um let's talk about that a little bit actually. Mercedes this weekend, we're on it again. We've said it for the past two weekends, they are on fire. Uh, this season I'd be surprised if they sorry I wouldn't be surprised if they win every single race this season Um, but Hamilton's beaten uh, another record or at least equaled a record Schumacher's record of the most wins at one circuit Um, Schumacher Mm -hmm. set it at Magna in France Hamilton set it at the Hungaro Ring Um, he's won 8 times now here and he he just loves it there doesn't he
1: it's got to be said that it is his favourite track like come on like the way he performed how how when you start on inters when the the, the track is very wet, how do you manage to end up getting a forty eight second lead well, I get connected on... to Wi-Fi. which sorry, Alexa, what was that <laughs> uh... <laughs> How do you manage to get a forty eight second lead and also manage to go in for a pit stop to try and get faster slap and then still finish twelve seconds ahead, yeah of your other Mercedes, which is... Like, I know Valtteri had a bad start, but it wasn't a 48-second bad start. He wasn't (laughs) sat there for
0: 48 seconds. Lewis is such an
1: incredible driver. It was a masterclass. It was Mm -hmm. a
0: masterclass.
2: I think it's a shame because sometimes you forget how good of a driver he is because you're constantly watching the races each week and thinking, I already know what's going to happen. So I don't really count those front two yeah it, the people who win because it's more interesting to watch the midfield than it is definitely. to watch the same person win every single week
1: yeah it definitely. More like it's more well, your average viewer like like I'm I'm more like kind of everyone listening if you know what I mean like I don't take it as seriously as say you and Tom do Ruth but I've, I've got to say that I always, I always say, oh, yeah, top two is Mercedes. Let's see who gets third. Like I, I judge third as my first now. Yeah. yeah. It. So.
2: It's more interesting to see how competitive the midfield are and to constantly get people challenging each other for those positions. It's like Kevin Magnussen was such a good driver this week because he really, I think he was a great driver this week and he deserved to have driver of the day, but... Again, that is a personal opinion,
1: but it's it's like so. My granddad, like I was watching it with my family. We we've, we've been on holiday since um the Friday. We've, we we came away on the Friday, and I was watching it with my granddad, and he was like, "Oh well, uh, the race is over now, isn't it? Lewis has won." When he was like, "I think I think he was like ten seconds in the lead," mm. and I was like, "No, granddad, watch from third position down to 15th I think I said to him, "I was like, watch from third to fifteenth, because you get all your action there." They'll show the majority of the action there, which they kind of did. But they'll show the majority of the action there. And that's where you get your most entertaining racing. You want to see who finishes third. Like, there is so many points up for grabs. There is so much money up for grabs in the standings. Like, we all know that Mercedes are going to win it. But keep watching. See who comes second, third, and fourth.
0: So Well, exactly. And I think that's that's the thing. I've seen a lot of things on Facebook, on Twitter, and things of people saying oh, I'm not going to watch F1 anymore. It's it's all just Mercedes, Mercedes, it's boring. Let me know when something changes. And it's like, well, you're not looking at it properly. Look at the rest of the grid. This race was maybe a bit boring in the heart of it. But like we said at the start, it was all in the numbers. It was all in watching the, the pit stops, where people are coming in, where people are going, looking at the data and working out what's going to be coming in at the end of this race that is going to be really interesting. That's what you've got to look at. Uh, in races like this and yeah, yeah okay Mercedes are they're going to win it they're, they're constructed champion already you may as well give them the crown um but they are you, you know it, yeah. it, it, there's so much more going on in on that grid and that's what you've got to really look it's at
1: like, it's like what Sam said last week even look did he say it last week or didn't say it just to us after the podcast because we we stayed on after that podcast for a good hour and a half discussing just f1 still yeah um but he, like he said he, he said to us that um that there's even a pit stop championship that he's looking at yeah like you know just type in f1 2020 pit stop championship and you'll you'll see all the results from that and then that'll get your interest more in the races because oh williams has set a 2.8 hold on has has just set a 2.3 or something you know what i mean like that you can judge the race off loads of different things not it's not just about the winner it's about the best pit crew it's about who is the best in the midfield it's it's about whether the George Russell has got up a place or not. Maybe because we're British, but that is what it's mainly about. So,
2: I think it was very interesting to see um, Carlos Sainz. I can't remember who he was fighting for the position with. I think it might oh. have been the club, but I'm. Oh, maybe it was Ricardo. It
0: was Leclerc, He was yeah. fighting
2: for the tenth position. Yeah. Just for that point, because he he knew that he could get it and he wanted it so bad. Mm. And it was so interesting to see that part. Rather than seeing Lewis Hamilton cruising around at the front, not really caring about anyone else.
0: What was more interesting that was about well, that as well? Yeah. What was more interesting about that science and the Claire fight? Their teammates next year. And I think mm. Science had that in his head when he was like, That's 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 my Ferrari teammate and I've got to prove that when I'm going to that team, I need to start proving now. When I go to that team, I'm not gonna be the first second driver. We're gonna be equals, I'm gonna be you know, whatever. He needs to prove and he was proving on track, he's not a bad driver. And he you know, yeah. he's going to Ferrari next year and he needs to make a name for himself.
1: Well, like I, I think science was the most interesting part of the race because for the first part, he was racing Ricardo. Then the second part, he was racing Leclerc. And I think the third part, he was racing Ricardo again. Yeah. But they were all neck and neck race. Like you know, every corner, they could have got the position back or took the position or got it back. It was a very that was the most interesting part of this race for me. Yeah. Carlos signed, and it wasn't like 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 everyone says like oh losers won. It wasn't even in the top ten at that point. It no. was like eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. It was fighting for one and championship that was so point. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. shows how much it means to this, to these drivers, that they are willing to put that much effort in for literally one point.
0: Yeah, because that is that is that is where it really matters. Um, let's talk about someone who who has been getting some nice points uh, uh, in the season so far, uh, up until this point. Reese is wearing his t-shirt. Lando Norris. He's had some great. He's still fourth in the championship. Oh. He's had a great two opening races, but this weekend he just wasn't really there, was he?
1: i don't know what happened we're missing the lando magic i think yeah. i think it took the teams by surprise the early pit stops and if i can remember correctly i feel like lando went in later than everyone else you,
0: no the problem i think he had was he the went early. in at the same time as everyone else and got caught in traffic he, he, he couldn't get out his box. pit box safely similar thing to what happened to vettel and he was sat in his pit box i think they said on the commentary for a good few seconds and that seven,
1: it was seven seconds yeah. Vettel because they did the I remember that one. They did the pit stop in 2.3, I want to say. Mm. And then we were stuck in it till like 9 point something. Yeah. Cause and, it was just and you, you got to you, you think that that is a very bad call from the team. But how do you know it's going to happen? Yeah, well,
0: you, exactly. You know what I mean? Well, it was it was so, Red Bull that predicted that and I think that prediction is what actually ended up getting Max second because they decided to keep him out that one extra lap when Hamilton came in. Stay out and just um just go out, even though the tires were almost dead because they knew a lot of cars would be coming in for drives now. If he do another lap on those intermediates and comes in after that, he would have a clear pit lane and he did, and that is I think in the end what almost gave him the advantage over Valtteri.
1: Well it was Max Showing at his pick through the whole race, wasn't it? Yeah like the majority of the race um the engineer not the engineer the uh driver commentary if you will was max shouting at his pit crew telling him that he needs to come in as in as a dead and they were like listen max we've got a plan stay out there and luckily he didn't do a lewis which was i know better than you i'm coming in yeah and that got him the 18 points yeah yeah is that right well I think
0: to be fair yeah yeah so I think to be fair for for Hamilton he did make a great call telling the team wanted to say right just go on to the hards get to the race end of the race safely Lewis said no I can do softs I want to do softs I can get a fastest lap he said that on the radio to them and they said well okay if you think you can he came in to get those soft tyres on and did get 26 points he got the fastest lap he got the win um, and he did show that he did really well this weekend he set a new um, circuit record even as well as Rhys Rosen
1: Racing? I was more referencing last season. <laughs> no, I'm back. Hello. Hello. I was <laughs> more referencing last season where um he was going against his team audits and just being like, I'm coming in now. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah.
2: I think another thing worth mentioning I'm as well from
1: now, I'm staying out.
2: From the pit stops. I think it was this race. Sorry. I'm not hundred percent sure. Three races in a row. I am struggling a little bit. <laughs> but I think it was this time when someone they crashed in the pit lane, I think,
0: Science and, and someone's tyres were, yes.
2: were ruined, and I think it was Latifi who was penalised for the unsafe release, but then he was also two laps behind in the race anyway, so oh. I don't think that penalty made too much of a difference.
0: Latifi had an absolute wow. nightmare.
1: Was this Carlos signs? So I missed this because yeah. obviously distractions. Was this Carlos signs being released at the same time as Latifi, N- and they came together? No. Or was it when Carlos signs rejoined the track so and they came together? it was just signs
0: was just been released from his pit stop. He's just driving down the pit lane, and then Williams are like, "Hey, it's Latifi!" Just threw him out in front of him, um, and signs uh, right. actually hit Latifi's le- left rear, gave him a puncture, yeah. um, which then still in the pit lane, still in the pit lane, literally yeah. at the exit to the pit lane, yeah
2: it was right as he was about to leave the pit lane that this williams just came out of nowhere
0: mm. yeah and that right. that was very bad actually and i think we they 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 did talk about that a lot in the in the race and um, Williams made the similar mistake in Brazil last year with, with Kibica when Verstappen was coming down the pit lane. They threw Kibica out in front of him. It's because I think an issue for them is they are the last team in the pit lane. It's obviously um, the championship order is decided who's there. So they're always at the end of the pit lane. And um, every time they, they can see a car coming, but they think maybe we can make it, we can just nip out. But I don't know what, what's yeah. going on, but they don't make it.
1: I understand taking the risk if you were fighting for a point. Mm. But when your driver's two laps behind, you'd surely take the credibility more of being a little bit more cautious. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd take the credibility of Williams or a gentleman, sort of thing. You'd take that or a or a female, mm. if you will. Yeah. Um, but you'll take that credibility of uh, um releasing your driver when another car's coming down. That's mm. my opinion anyways. I would drive if I was if I was lapped by lapped by two laps essentially, I'd I rather show always... sure that I was still sorry
0: i think it was three towards the end of the race actually three laps. yeah there.
2: i think it did go up to three at one yeah. point i personally
1: I'd like if i was you know your christian Horner, you you chief of uh the team mm. i would rather show that we are respectful of other drivers and send him out earlier uh, yeah. later sorry than try and squeeze him out in and make up one second on your three laps
0: Well, I said it when we were watching it, to be honest, if I was at the back of the grid three laps down, I'd just park it in the garage and go and have a beer. Do you know what I mean? There's no (laughs) point being in that race. You're not getting points. What are you fighting for, really? You know, you're already at the end there. Um, But anyway, as a race in a whole, I think it was, as we said at the start, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. But definitely got some room for improvement in the future. And that's what I think we, we, we want to see. Um, if we come back to Hungary again, which we aren't this season, but next week um, we're having a week off, then we're coming back to Great Britain for another two weeks in a row. It's another double header, um, which you know austria was quite a fun doubleheader so maybe silverson would be good as well but before we get to silverson before we get to the british doubleheader we've got a brand new feature a very exciting feature it's it's the most detailed analysis the f1 rearview podcast has has ever had um regarding f1 it's um it's it's the most incredible detailed and and uh, outrageously brilliant thing we've ever brought to this podcast um ladies and gentlemen i introduce you keeble's corner reese what was your favorite corner this week
1: uh, Turn one was all right
0: and that's it that's all we have time for today on Keebles corner I hope you enjoyed that <laughs> new segment that'll be reoccurring hopefully uh, every single week uh, but anyway that's keyboard's corner um, it's, it's very exciting very futuristic it's really the future of television as a whole let's be honest um, and radio <laughs> because we're on a podcast <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it's big brain material if
0: you will Do you, I reckon Sky Sports would fund it for a segment on the actual show i hope so i hope so, if yeah. i
1: ever get on ted's notebook and he asks me what a part of the race i'll just go sky uh
0: Good. sky sports if you are watching this which obviously you are why wouldn't you be um hire this man he's great but also hire me and probably ruth just, yeah hire just,
2: this, yeah hire, Tom. <laughs> hire all of us
0: yeah just <laughs> bring us all on board you know why wouldn't you they're over there and i think that's right it's mirrored i don't know um who knows anyway Thank you, Keeble. Um, Let's talk about Silverstone. That is obviously what is next. Let's give a little bit of a a build-up to the Silverstone Grand Prix, um, which is the Um, next double First off, does
1: does anyone mind if I put my jacket on? Because I'm really cold.
0: Has the sun gone down?
1: The sun has gone. I am more in a midgy field in (laughs) Wales now. I will put my jacket on.
0: There he goes. He's getting all warm and cosy. There
1: we go. Hood up and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, Um, Rubbing him right on the microphone. freezing. Uh <laughs> the hood is now down. Um Silverstone, I reckon uh prediction for pole.
0: Yeah, give me a pole I and a podium. Would...
1: Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because I've slept since last year Silverstone. I don't really know what happened. I feel like Lewis will get Paul and Lewis will win it. That's what I reckon'll happen. Um so Lewis Lewis and then Valtteri in third. Ooh. and you know what I'm going to say, Ferrari second. Whoa! I don't know which Ferrari. I reckon Charles Leclerc, because he can really drive that car.
0: Interesting. Very, very interesting. I reckon interesting. Ferrari
1: second, and then you you didn't ask for a fourth and fifth, but I will. I'll go for Albon ahead of Verstappen in fourth and fifth.
0: So do you think Bull are going to have similar issues in qualifying to what they had this week, or do you think they'll kind of iron those out?
1: I think the issues will be gone, Um I'm literally talking to flies here. It's horrible. I, I think the issues will be gone. However, um, I think they'll just... I always say that Red Bull will have a bad race. I don't know whether that's because I just don't like you, Tom, and I want you to suffer during the race. But um, I, I, I think that Red Bull... Not that, I reckon they'll have a bad strategy. I reckon they'll come into the pits too early, too late. I reckon they'll get stuck in the box. I reckon something like that will happen, and that will hinder the race.
0: Okay, Ruth, what do you think?
2: um i think lewis will get pole but in the race i think lewis will have an issue it's been saying for weeks and weeks now that he's had an issue and last week it was something to do with the combustion and they told him to change the settings and so i think that might affect this race i think you said a similar um thing last week Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I just don't like him winning all the time. <laughs> but if I'm going any- to go.
1: <laughs> it's just that Ruth doesn't like Hamilton. That's all you need to take.
2: I'm going to go Bottas first, Verstappen second, Leclerc third.
0: Interesting, interesting. Um I also think Hamilton uh, will, will 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 uh get pole, but I'm going to go very out here with the uh, with the podium. I'm going to go for the, the dream scenario. Maybe not what I think is actually going to happen, but what would be incredible to see happen. I'm going to put Hamilton first. That's not the incredible thing. Don't get me wrong. Hamilton oh, first is not the incredible oh, thing.
1: Hold on. to interrupt you yeah. Okay. We... Here comes Laggy. I need to interrupt you here because to make a prediction, yep, yeah, to make a prediction, don't you predict what's going to happen? not do a dream scenario fine you didn't it's not a dream scenario saying, we are going to do our dream scenario all
0: right fine this is not a dream scenario this is what i actually think will happen next weekend okay, okay. hamilton okay. Hamilton, Williams, hamilton, Williams first. hamilton first hamilton <laughs> first oi don't get ahead of yourself hamilton first
2: everyone <laughs> else is a DNS. norris second Williams.
0: norris second okay here we <laughs> no, go first. russell third the
1: champagne sits on the podium <laughs> russell. that's
0: what i'm saying i'm saying i'm saying hamilton hamilton top uh, Norris second, Russell third. I'm saying it's an all British podium at the British Grand Prix. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay. It's not out of there. I reckon um, it
1: will happen.
2: It would be a very I'm, interesting race. I am more than
1: willing to pay your rent for a month if Russell gets on that podium. I 12, will pay a
2: month.
0: Twelve months if Russell gets on that podium.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <You heard laughs> <Not too>, sir.
0: i <laughs> I'm willing to put that bet down.
2: <laughs> I'm glad these podcasts are recorded in case Russell does get on podium oh, next yeah. week.
0: Hundred percent
1: he doesn't tom pays me a month's
0: rent so uh no okay i'm not agreeing to that uh <laughs> right well i think that is pretty much all we've got time for today then on the rearview podcast thank you very much for watching uh, and coming back or listening as well you're not just watching anymore we're also on obviously, awesome. all the things so um if you if you haven't checked them out go go and check them out um i'll also say at the end here we did um give a little bit of an update on twitter as to why we were late this weekend um so if you did miss that i have- um make sure you go follow us on twitter because that is where everything if there's any issues with the podcast or anything, that's where we'll let you know
1: me please if you have um if you have us on twitter you would have seen a lovely update of the scenery um from where i am recording this um so that is if that isn't worth checking out then i don't know what is there also is i also
0: we, we also retweeted some mclaren brownies on there and they look pretty stonking oh. so yeah, yeah definitely i'm looking
1: forward to Ruth making them next year
0: <laughs> we've definitely got some good stuff next over event. on the uh over on the on the twitter so make sure you go <laughs> give us a follow there um but until next time i'm going to do it again until next time i've been tom i've been michael
2: and i've been jane
0: and we've been the rearview podcast wait wait wait
2: wait oh, we should oh. say that the
0: twitter is at the f1 rearview uh, oh god i didn't give the yeah thanks i've got, I've got the
2: twitter there
1: yeah it's mirrored but you can tell it's at the F1 review. It's As not you can mirrored on Check out Twitter.
0: It's oh, It's not mirrored. It's not mirrored all right, on well,
1: mind. It's at the F1 review, and um, for all audio
0: listeners. God, what kind of and there's me in the top corner. What, what kind of presenter am I? Not given the, the not given the actual. Oh God. I know. But
1: anyways, I've been Reese have
2: <laughs> Been Reese Buchanan or producery.
0: And I've been Keeble Reese. See you next time. Goodbye.